If you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm Lip Fillers. With Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC, your lip look, whether it's subtle or bold, can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions, or if you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full, important safety information, visit Juvederm.com. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at MintMobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey, y'all. It's Poodle here. I cannot wait for you guys to listen to this next collab with another Below Deck podcast with Dylan and Pat. We had so much fun. It was nice to have like my, technically my first podcast back from Colombia. Uh, with these two, these two straight boys just eased me right into it. Um, <laughs> sorry. Anyway, it's a blast. Uh, we have a lot of fun talking about the sexual uh, dynamics of the thruple uh, on this episode and what we think of the future that's there for the franchise. And we just have a really good time. Just just three bros hanging out, broing. Like three bros do, maybe just they're playing video games. Slowly you reach a hand around to hug them, and then you tug at their penis. Anyway, enjoy the collab. Bye. So it's a weird one. It's a collab. I mean, we don't know whose whose show this is, but we're just excited <laughs> to be talking about the season finale of uh, of Below Deck with um with you, dear Jake. It's guys, this is really fun. Thank you for having me, and I'm I'm glad to have you uh, in this threesome in this thruple. I know it's oh! so per- did another you not- thruple. I was so excited about that driving in rush hour. I thought about it today. I was like, it's so perfect. All right, Jake. Do you mind? This is a, a trope that we use on another Below Deck podcast. Of At course. the top of the show, we have a rating system where we rate yeah. the episode by knots. So yeah. how, it's one out of 100 knots on how we felt about the, in this case, I guess the episodes, episode 16, episode 17. Um, I'll just throw to you, Jake. What, did you, what are your knots and thoughts on these episodes? Knots and thoughts. Uh, yeah. Knots, like knots. Knots and thoughts. Yeah. Um, I would say 
to me, to me, I think this is about a 65. Hmm. Uh, 70 ish. It's 70 for how awful the gays were. Yeah. Um, this was, y'all, this is, if you don't know about West Hollywood gay behavior, this is textbook. This is sad. I felt like they gave you such a bad rap or such a bad name. This is awful. Although they had a lot of great quotes. Um, uh, Kalen, you don't have the. You probably don't have the uh, the infrastructure to do this. But every time I give a gay quote, can you play "Can't Get You Out of My Head" by Kylie Minogue? A hundred percent. Or you can sing. Um, I just need to add you can't one. No, well, it's there. My computer's hooked in. Use my phone and Bluetooth it. No, we we can do it in post, or we can just sing it. I think it would be more fun if we sang go, Kylie Minogue. La, la, I want to say this. You know what? If this is if this is if this is how we're dealing with if this is how we're working with if if this is how we're dealing with each other in Sardinia, what the fuck are we even doing? (laughs) All right. So Jake's breaking. I'm sorry to interrupt your thoughts and not. Jake is bringing a cardinal sin of the podcast. You don't fucking do this. Is what's fascinating about this? When I think about a thruple, I think all right. So we got Randy. I think they said his. Ray, Randy, or whatever. Ray. Nick, it was very confusing. And yeah. we had Brad. When I think Thrupple on a vacation, right? You're thinking Ray is, I don't know, uh, grabbing Nick's balls. Nick is then returning, I guess, kind of a favor to Ray. Yeah. And they're doing this or- while they're drinking Vu. This would be an amazing Thrupple. Yeah. Instead, Everyone's pissed at each other. People are throwing up. Uh, that little weird-looking one, I think his name is Nick. I believe he was the turd burglar. Uh, well, it's- uh, that one is Brad. I had to literally do some flashcards here because the names came really fast and loose. Uh, yeah, I, I, um, I gave up on it. I I did a little bit of who's who that like that game, uh, but it was Ray. And Brad are the couple, the little guy, the yep. pocket gay. Yep. <laughs> uh, so the pocket gay, y'all, I got to say, Brad, the pocket gay, was the one who brought his mom, I believe, um, which, y'all, that's a real gay move. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It, it's Bring a, it your mom on a cruise. It, it's a super I, gay move. But uh, <laughs> well, this, sorry, these are your pots. I'm not going to I'm not going to interrupt. Yeah. I just want to say, Brad, so. When, to me, I was trying to figure out what is this dynamic, and I would assume, uh, as as the resonant gay historian here, yeah, um, I I I would tell you how I think it goes. Yeah, uh, there is Randy slash Ray, who is this kind of who obviously has anger management issues mm-hmm. and probably alcohol issues. Yep, and then there's Nick with uh, just to see, okay. Uh, who yep. is their boyfriend. <laughs> yeah. And then there's Brad, who obviously has the money and who obviously does things. And uh, get Randy is the dumb one. Uh, I, and I, 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 God damn it. Anyway, I, I feel that I feel that Nick and Randy kind of pass Brad around like a volleyball. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. He just jumps on one dick and jumps on the other. Yeah. And it's just like ring toss. Right. Mm. Like Gary played. Like, uh, uh, yeah, ha- coat hanger cock toss. Yeah. Which yeah. was very, very similar to anal ring, ring toss. toss. Um, which is, uh, it, it's a, a thing that uh, bachelor parties subject um, 
uh, sex workers too. But mm-hmm. I, I got I, I'm so proud of myself right now, Jake, because I'm. <laughs> Is that right? I'm so happy as a straight man. I don't know if it was that difficult to suss out, but I did suss out exactly what you said. Ray does not make enough money to have a say in the matter, and does he not. is very, very fucking mad about it. But. Yep. Brad, what's his name? Brad or Brad? The little one. The Brad one, is the little the one. The volleyball. We'll call him Wilson. He <laughs> is the one that gets to tell Ray what the fuck to do, and that's the dynamic here. I, you know, I, I understand Ray's, um, you know, contempt for the situation, but mm, what an I asshole. think you nailed it. I think you nailed it. Um, I and Nick is there because Randy got tired of fucking Brad without competition. And he he needs he needs to get out his he needs to somehow in in a weird way compete because he he needs to he needs to feel like he's better than Brad uh, because he has no money and yeah. obviously when when Brad on a hot mic hot mic situation told his mom didn't even have a prenup <laughs> yeah. oh god you didn't have a prenup yeah. I love I love that this was one of the best episodes if, if you don't mind can I jump in with my thoughts and knots did you, Jake did you give your pots yeah you 65, say 65 I said 65 or 70 okay. but only because not because of the crew because of the guests only okay all right this the crew we're doing the same thing yeah. first off I am so happy to have as as Jake pointed out he is a gay historian yeah yes. I will need to understand and dig deeper into all the drama at that dinner table because I couldn't make who's pissed at who, yeah. why, is who okay. why are they pissed at Grant? Yeah. It's, un- it's understandable. Yeah. 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 But you probably understand what was going on. I, un- I understood it perfectly, sadly, okay. because I, this, this happens at <laughs> Sir and Pump nightly. Right. Um, right. These same conversations. Uh, yeah, very, I, very confounding. Yeah. Okay. So I love the episode. Uh, Dylan knows this. Uh, Jake, you probably don't, but I have a thought on uh, what makes a great reality TV show. And it's, as you pointed out, it's horrible people. It's horrible guests. In this case, Randy is a horrible person, and I loved hating him. I loved (laughs) hating him. Uh, That The the saddest thing is when the villain turns into the hero or the heroine in the case of Potomac, you know, like mm. Candace is is beloved by people now and it just makes me it's so true. angry because she's she's just a demon. But anyways, go well, ahead. Dylan, that's what's the best thing about reality TV is yeah. you have a two episode arc where you're looking a little bit better. We can completely change, uh, turn you from being uh, the most hated person in America to beloved. Right. Yeah. That unflushed, that unflushed turd in the toilet made yeah. me want to... <laughs> And definitely, it was the little org-looking motherfucker. He's the one who dropped that turd in there. Okay, that oh, turd belonged to him. I don't know. In. He seems like he's got his stuff buttoned up. I, I think it was Ray. He's a fucking drunk. Ray, or I think it's probably Ray because Ray's a pig. Yeah. But the, li- the little one had a look about him that, like an imp, he does things to make people feel uncomfortable. Um, yeah. Because you can't trust a pocket gay, but the but you can, <laughs> however, put them under your seat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You can. If you need to travel with them, or you can yeah. carry them like a clutch, if because they're so small. Yeah, yeah, and definitely it was the little guy that left that very little, 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 tiny little turn. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. So I love this episode. Normally, these the last four episodes of any below deck season completely suck. Oh, they're awful. Um, I will say this: just my general thoughts of the season overall. Uh, was not in love with 
the story arc of the thruple. I like Daisy and Colin. I want my old sea dog Colin to just be the Dr. Phil and the little gossipy bitch that he's been for the Me past too. three seasons. I don't need him falling in love with Daisy. If he was going to be single, I would have preferred him to try some, you know, underlings or something. Uh, and Gary turned out to be a complete scumbag, little gossipy, wow. little lying bitch. Um, uh, but overall, I love the episode. Could have done with a little less throuple drama. Uh, 90 knots. Very eloquent. Thank oh, you. Oh, that's lovely. Yeah, good good call. Mm-hmm. Uh, Kalen? I, I liked it. I liked and you the, know to keep it brief, right? I liked the crew drama. <laughs> I liked the guest drama. I was very entertained. I gave it 60 knots. That's perfect. Um, oh, I feel thank you, Kalen. There is, there is a cosmic kind of sacred geometry happening tonight. We have the conclusion <laughs> of the throuple. Mm-hmm. The worst part of this season. We have the thruple aboard this vessel, and we mm-hmm. have the three of us. Kalen is here as well. Yeah, uh, he's he's here to he's clean up. He's like he the, comes in. Kalen, we Kalen is sitting in what we call in the gay community the daddy chair. Okay, which okay. some in the daddy chair, uh, the daddy chair just kind of watches the action usually with with a cigar and he's in a harness and just jerks off okay 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 i was gonna say until he wants to get involved so uh, kaylin's in the daddy chair and we're all three in the menagerie i love that because i was gonna say vestigial tail which i think that the gay community can figure out what to do with but oh yeah um, you just put that anywhere you can put it anywhere um so the season is i'm i'm worn down I'm worn down. Gary's. My, I got I to gotta agree with you. My, my face is as red as Gary's right now. I've been in the sun too long. Um, but, you know, the, the, I'm, I'm very, very sorry for the lovely sea rats uh, that this was their last charter. But I'm very, very happy for us that we did not end with some pleasant group of people because nobody agree. fucking wants that. So uh, 90 pots, four pots for the season. Bravo. Do better. So good. Let's get into this. Um, it feels like it's been forever because it's been, it two, been weeks. two weeks. Uh, we did not take Juneteenth off, but we did take Independence Day off or something. I don't know what, <laughs> what the fuck happened. But last we um, were watching Below Deck, we had uh, Gary being uh, a bag of shit. Uh, asking <laughs> about a period. Yeah, asking, asking, asking a woman. A and the, I just have to... There was one moment where Lucy who to me has been one of the bright spots of the yes. season because she's so authentic in what she says. And I think she hasn't gotten a, she's gotten a decent edit, but I think if she would have had more to do, she would have gotten a better one. Yeah. But at one point, Lucy's just like, don't ask a girl that. <laughs> and it was just, we all said that. Uh, uh, this is the crazy thing about Coxman. It's crazy that they don't pick up or educate themselves about women. No, despite interacting with women constantly, but well, you know they just see them as holes. So, well, all right. So yes, I had a big issue with this because Gary didn't even. All right, so this is post going down on Mads, right? He's giving her a load yeah. of shit. How dare she? But it's post going down on her. You didn't notice that she might have been on her period. No harm, no foul. No harm, no Here's foul. Here's where you're pissed 
if uh, if you're in a situation. A guy, your friend goes, hey, eat this taco. And then you eat the taco. And then your friend says, hey, by the way, I came in that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? <laughs> then you go, holy shit. Right, right, right. But I would still say no harm, Why no foul. Why didn't you tell me? I would but still I say. Did, but I ate it anyway. Yeah, I would no harm, no foul. It's just, a, it's extra protein and it doesn't change the flavor of the taco that much. Mm. Um, I This is just a classic game of telephone, though. Someone says they're on their period. Someone eats that person out. The whole thing goes tits up after that, you know. I mean, it's we've seen it time Same after time. Same old story, a thousand times. What is Gary's apology to Mads? Ugh. He says something like uh, a Cro Magnony, you know. I can't even really talk to you right now. I can't look at you. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's, yeah. It's really bad because I think you said this earlier, and this has been a perfect storm for Gary to reveal all of his character flaws that are not good time Gary mm -hmm. this right. season. Yeah. And I have a feeling on the reunion next week, he's going to be pretty contrite, yeah. but I don't think he will apologize. No. Gary can't apologize because he's a child because yeah. children don't know what they're sorry for. And we're really going to see the depths of his uh, mental illness and, um, you know, just that the shadows are running amok and he has no idea what's going on when he can't even say sorry to Colin. That's going to yeah. be the fucking sad thing. Here's the odd thing. It's clearly Bravo or production. I mean, he should say sorry to everybody, but just in Gary's world, he should. You know. All right. So we watched three seasons of Gary. He's a complete sex addict. And, you know, you give him a pass because he's good at his job and he's kind of fun and charismatic. And we will that goes a long way, even though you're being kind of a lying, manipulating womanizer. Right. And we, yeah. we see on these boats, you know, um, that happens quite a bit. But this season, Gary, when he feels a little bit where basically he's chasing a girl, it really opened up his character flaws, kind of what you touched on, where yeah, exactly th this was the first season where you're seeing him be petty play mind games, lie, be manipulative, especially where he's not in adults. charge. Yes. And it was, it's like, wow, okay. All it takes is for you to be a little shaken up where then the real you comes out. I, I was, I believe I, I hate, I think this might be a spoiler, but I believe he's filming season, whatever, he both, but he and Daisy. Daisy. Yeah. And yeah. I thought this was going to probably do him in, but apparently it didn't. And bone to pick with our C rat insider sources. Yes. Don't tell us that people get fired anymore. We, we can't, you can't trust a C rat. No, no, you no. just can't. And we had multiple C rats tell us this is what's going on next season. You cannot trust a C rat. They're never. No, never. <laughs> what were you saying, Jake? I I just want to say what you were talking about, about Gary. I, I think I also, I think that Gary is a, is contracted by Parsifal people, by, by the people who own the boat. Yeah. So I think it would have to be a big firing mm -hmm. for him not to be on Parsifal. Yeah. Yeah. Cause I think, I think even Glenn is contracted by those people. So I think love that Gary take. goes with Parsifal. And Gary, I think that Gary, I mean, he would eventually flame out like a, a dog chasing a car, but I think I, there might be a lawsuit there. You know, it, I agree. And I think Gary would have to quit. I think there is a certain type of person who watches his show, both, both men and women, who, regardless of how Gary acts, yeah, will like him. Yeah. Um, and I think a lot of people who are on the Internet and a lot of our people who listen to us go, how can anyone like him? Blah, blah. He's the misogynist. Blah, blah. And yeah. I'm like, yes. And no, yes, I know. And, the, the, and people have yeah. certain charisma that you just don't understand. Like, 
Um, we do, Pat does a great impression of somebody who people say he has a lot of charisma all the time, but I just don't see it. He's that guy that was like, he's a loser. He got shut down. <laughs> no <laughs> politics. No politics. But anyways, yeah, no politics. We love whoever you vote for. Um, so the um, I love that this is the straw that breaks the back of the beautifully haired camel named Alex because Alex is now done. And I love that this entire thing got rolling down the hill because Colin, Colin. slid into the role that we need him to exist in, the gossipy, gossipy bitch. bitch. This is what Colin can do. This is why we need him here in this you know, I, slot I in totally the batter agree. sign up. I think Colin should be contractually obligated to have a girlfriend every season. Mm-hmm. Yes. <laughs> Because single Colin doesn't get to focus on everyone else's eccentricities and conflicts and problems. Yes. And he doesn't get to have conversations with Gary and Daisy and the chef and get inside their head and do what he does best, which is which is like make problems that are already there yeah. worse. Right. Yeah. <laughs> In many senses, he's the Kyle Richards of Below Deck. He's <laughs> He That's is, exactly what he is. Yeah. He's a puppet. Well, he's a puppet. And also, I love the people on Whispering Alien just shitting on Kyle Richards because how dare she <laughs> pretend like everything was fine while the cameras were With rolling Mauricio. and then yeah. get a divorce when the when filming stopped. Well, the I cameras mean, are back there. I heard today they announced they're doing some Vanderpump well, shit. Well, you know, she's just a, a witch. She's she sold her soul a long time ago. And uh, I don't I don't know if there's a lot there anymore. But yeah, um, no. there's a few. No. Tamara Judge sold her soul, and now she couldn't be happier being back. I mean, her life is in shambles. The gym is, you know, sold or out of business. Her family doesn't talk to her. It's amazing what people. It is really selling your soul yeah. to be on Bravo. Yeah, right. Yeah, you you will. And in a weird way, what Andy Cohen and others of his ilk have created is this fake life that is their real life and then they forget that their real life isn't the show and it is a weird type of meta life that only black mirror could have dreamed up right right and here we are (laughs) who who would have thought even last year or perhaps when new york began that a decade later we would see luann successfully noodling a catfish Holy shit. I mean, that, I love doing Did you guys that. watch that? Yeah, it was amazing. It was incredible. It was so good. And I I have to say, it was, it might have been like that scene that almost killed Anthony Bourdain the first time where they were dropping the frozen octopus in to make it seem that could have been a plant. But if it wasn't, I am so proud of Luann Delsap for mm. fucking catching that thing. Oh, I would you like to be catching that. a catfish? Watch me sing a little Frank. I've got you. Don't croon. No crooning. Poopy no crooning. All right. I just wonder how many fucking PAs she fucked on that season. <laughs> <laughs> She will fuck anyone younger than 30. Oh, and, and, and fucking her and Sonia Morgan. Forget about it. About it. Um, all right. So let's meet the gays. We let's have meet the gays. We have some very um, intense necklaces. And yeah, overall, there's a lot of jewelry. The, the one primary looks like um, uh, he could be 
like a an alien sympathizer in Avatar. Like he wants to be the the Navi or something yeah, very like Navi-esque. that. Very Navi-esque. But yeah. I, I got to say, he does not pull them off because how could anybody? But if anyone was going to do as well as they could, it's this guy. I mean, he, he kind of... He looks like a god of war. Now we're speaking of Grant. <laughs> now he was the one wearing that necklace made of lizard cocks or, or whatever the hell that yes. was. Or dead uh, fingers or yeah. something weird. <laughs> they are they are WeHo gays who also do yoga. Yeah. And uh they are adjacent. They love, I guarantee you, they go to Burning Man every single year. Yes. Oh. Love and that. I and they have huge orgies. Yeah. And what what was interesting, what Ray at of Ray and the Thruple yes. um, was trying to communicate when they're like, oh, and the because when the mom at dinner was like, yeah, we saw a lot of people wearing things that were just not covering their bodies. I mean, in my day, that yeah. wouldn't even have been imagined. Uh, right. And Ray's like, I know there's a lot of like fat people here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And the and the yoga gays were like, you know, we like all bodies and bodies. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And blah, blah, blah. <laughs> yeah. And then Ray, who'd had too much to drink, goes, yeah, but you wouldn't have fucked him. Right. <laughs> Now, and right. sadly, Ray is right. <laughs> yeah, but you're you're right. The 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 Grant um, ethos is very much like light dose of ketamine at Burning Man. Tolerant. Totally. Yeah, we love everyone. Can you give here. some uh, gay historical insight into who the fuck are these people as friends? Because it seems like they're just people that decided they know each other. I'll and, tell you. And also, okay. sorry, I'll- Jake. Two two part question. I also want if you could just educate us on the the normalcy or not of of polyamory in this community because I feel like sure it thing. might be more commonplace and more successful in the gay community, but I don't know. Successful is an interesting term. Yeah, but yeah. we can we can talk about <laughs> okay, it. Uh, all right. I, I wanna I wanna address your first thing. Yeah. Like who are these people and why are they together? So let me just talk about the I I I knew that Grant and his boyfriend Todd. were the co-primaries. Thank you, Todd. Yeah. They were the co-primaries. They had another friend who was with them. David. Uh, thank you. Boy, sound like your uh, pets over there like Rain Manning. Yeah, David, yeah, yeah. David Wapner. <laughs> so Wapner. David is like the satellite gay or perhaps the linchpin of the group. Yes. He's the daddy. He sits in a chair and beats off. Right. He sits the da- he's in the daddy chair. And then there's Deb, the mom, who yeah. is Brad's mother. So... My theory about this is they have some type of I think the the Grant and Todd have some type of consulting firm. And I have an idea that Brad kind of Brad's got money Mm -hmm. uh, either from family or he's I think Brad has to be a finance gay. I can see him looking at his eye. And I think Brad has got a lot of money. I think that's a big client of theirs. And Love I think that. this was to woo Brad, which Love is why that. they don't really want to fucking deal with Brad and his goddamn mother who doesn't know what she's doing, who ran off on the unicorn <laughs> float. I and, think I think that's such a good read. I think that's such a good read yeah. because Brad does strike me as somebody who has like, you know, pe- people have like Athletic Greens, great product. We'll do an ad read for them in a bit. But like he does expensive like chlorophyll kind of stuff in the morning. Totally. Um, and yeah. he had the the eye bag thing going on uh, in yeah. one of the scenes. 
He's a very powerful man. He scares the fuck out of me. And in that tiny little body, there's a lot going on. Yeah. Um, and, you know, because in that small package, he takes up less energy than others. If you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm Lip Fillers. With Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC, your lip look, whether it's subtle or bold, can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions, or if you're you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full important safety information, visit juviderm.com. All right, the Reality Gaze business meeting will now come to order. Maddie, what's the buzz on that interview with the gecko who lives in Marion Brandon's house? I need to know what he thinks about the cancer scandal. His people have been going back and forth with me, but it's officially on. Can you send him a Zoom link or I can do it? Wait, do I have a Zoom subscription? I think I do. What do you mean you think you do? How do you not use Zoom? People just send me links. Although I think I bought a subscription, but I can't remember. Lord help, Maddie, with your goldfish memory, you desperately need Rocket Money. Rocket Money is a personal finance app that finds and cancels your unwanted subscriptions, monitors your spending, and helps lower your bills so that you can grow your savings. Here, take a look at my app. Wow, that's a lot of apps that sell adult novelties. <laughs> it's business expenses for Piano Cat 77, of course. With Rocket Money, I have full control over my subscriptions and a clear view of my expenses. I can see all of my subscriptions in one place, and if I see something I don't want, Rocket Money can help me cancel it with a few taps. For example, when I saw all my subscriptions in one place, I decided I didn't need six diet and health apps. Now, after a few taps, I'm down to only one, the one I was using anyway. And oh, this is such a cool little dashboard to see all your apps and spending. What's this one on your account, Poodle? Jane's Boys, an erotic story featuring the men of Jane Austen delivered to you weekly. Are you sure you want to? Yes, that would stage. But yes, I love how the dashboard shows me this month's spending compared to last month so I can clearly see my spending habits. Plus, they'll help me create a custom budget and keep my spending on track. In fact, Rocket Money will even try to negotiate and lower your bills for you by up to 20%. All you have to do is submit a picture of your bill, and Rocket Money takes care of the rest. They'll deal with the customer service for you. Wow, so I don't ever have to get on the phone again with LaDonna from Old Lady Decor and Candles? Ugh, I've been trying to cancel that subscription for months, but we get to talking, and she's from Atoka, Oklahoma, and she tells me about her Franklin Mint collection, and now she's taking care of her elderly mama. Her mama's got the sugar, so LaDonna has to hide all the junk food in the house. Most nights, she just goes out to her car and eats ding-dongs. Stop! Lord, I wish I could use Rocket Money to cancel my subscriptions to all your Oklahoma stories. Okay, Maddie, let's get you set up and see what your Rocket Money dashboard looks like. 
While you're putting in your info, did I mention that Rocket Money has over 5 million users and has saved a total of 500 million in canceled subscriptions, saving members up to $740 a year when using all of the app's features? Wow, 5 million users. But Poodle, you're an Enneagram 4. How will you deal with 5 million people doing the same things as you? <laughs> Maddie, when it comes to saving this much money, I don't care. Sissies, stop wasting money on things you don't use. Cancel your unwanted subscriptions by going to rocketmoney.com slash realitygaze. That's rocketmoney.com slash realitygaze. Rocketmoney.com slash realitygaze. Ooh, Maddie, let me see your Rocket Money dashboard. Hmm, do you really need Gaga for Go-Go's at $19.99 a month? That one stays. So I was thinking we could do a theater when we... Hold on, hold on, Maddie. I'm just finishing a call. Oof. Yes, ma'am. I need two dozen black chrysanthemums. And the card should read, I didn't know he was married. I did you a favor. What? You don't have any chrysanthemums? C goodbye. Uh-oh. Got yourself another bind, did you? Yeah, it's February, and you know what that means. It's poodling season! I'm not driving out of L.A. County to pick you up this year. Fine. Besides, I'm already driving everywhere trying to procure all the accoutrements I need for said poodling. I'm afraid to ask, but what do you need to poodle? Well, clearly flowers to set his mood or apologize to an ex. Oh, and liquor to set my mood. Oh, and moisturizer to make my skin look flawless and creamy. Oh, and dog treats. Huh? I need to distract some guard dogs with bully sticks while I sneak in a window. Your life is complicated. <laughs> Don't I know it. But Poodle, you can make it uncomplicated with Dash Pass from DoorDash. DoorDash? I thought that was just for food. Oh, it is, but it's so much more. And right now, you and our sissies can get more from delivery for less. Sign up for Dash Pass today, only on DoorDash. Use code REALITYGAZE and get 50% off up to a $10 value when you spend $12 or more after signing up for Dash Pass. Subject to change, terms apply. Ooh, you know I love saving some dough when a poodle's gonna hoe. Please don't brand that. Too late! Well, Poods, Dash Pass is the most affordable way to get anything in your area delivered to your door, helping you save money and time with every DoorDash order. With $0 delivery fees and lower service fees on eligible orders, Dash Pass makes it easy to save on restaurants, groceries, retail items, and all your local favorites that deliver on DoorDash. Oh! This is just what I need. I already spend so much time making myself beautiful. And with Dash Pass, I can spend more time making myself more beautiful. Great. Oh, but could I become too irresistible to the men of the world? What a dilemma. Is it worth it? I don't know. Well, unlike you, Dash Pass pays for itself in two orders on average, making delivery even more worth it. Plus, Dash Pass gives you special access to exclusive promotions and member-only menu items, all for only $9.99 a month. Maddie, you've saved me. Well, you really did nothing, but DoorDash has saved me. Now I have more time to do what I do best. Oh, no. That's right. It's time to poodle. Sissies, make life easier for yourself. Open the door to $0 delivery fees and more. Sign up for Dash Pass today only on DoorDash. That's 50% off up to a $10 value when you spend $12 or more after signing up for Dash Pass with code REALITYGAZE. Subject to change, terms apply. Poodle! 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. He's, yeah. Who were found in the woods. Yeah, he's nuclear powered. It, it's interesting yeah. you guys bring that up because I was trying to make sense of that master suite in which the th- the thruple slept in, and I was thinking as I looked at that bed, there's no way that three men could fit on that bed unless yeah. one of them is part of the lollipop guild yeah. and that would be uh, brad yes. be Brad, and that would be true he sleeps in a little hammock above him yeah <laughs> just like just <laughs> or or maybe they put like a bird perch in a corner and he just yeah know. he just like perches there and they yeah. feed him birds feed. Yeah. <laughs> He's fine with it. Yeah. uh okay so we have to get to the show but i guess i did ask you about the to educate us if that's not i want to ask a, you i want to tell you about um just thruples in general yeah now in the especially men who sleep with men in the kind of gay community it is because there's less of a history, I would say, of monogamy and less of a history of of marriage that um, just in general, because yeah. gay marriage hasn't been legal for very long. Yeah. And also a, a culture of sex um, that gay sex was how uh, culturally and historically how you asserted your own identity. And how you were kind of growing up uh, as a gay man and knowing who you were was to have gay sex because it was that would that was showing you who you were. It was part of culturally your identity. And so when gay men wanted to start to get married, it was sometimes it was hard to leave this kind of sexuality with one another person. Right. Because you weren't you weren't shackled by. The conventions uh, of yeah. exactly, yeah. So that because that wasn't for you. So, um, and a lot of times, I, I'll be honest. I think I, I have a lot of uh, gay men friends or queer men friends who have were in relationships, and I would say probably fifty fifty are open. Um, thruppling is different, however. Thruppling usually means that you are a couple. And you sleep with this one other guy, and yeah. that's all you sleep with. Now, that's not always the case. Yeah. But uh, it seems in this case, they're using the term thruple as more notoriety than anything else. <laughs> yeah. But thruppling, thruppling happens. It's a very San Francisco thing where you're saying, oh, we're in a triad or we're in a square. Right. And you're like, how do you keep track of all that? God, you have to pay so many compliments and talk to people and talk about your day to two other people. Mm. Fuck that. So Um, so in the gay community, much like in the straight, I I was going to say community, but that's not the wrong word. Um, <laughs> Y'all have nothing in community. We don't either, though. Um, it is equally uh, fatal. <laughs> well, here's what I will say. If you can make it work in an open relationship, I know some throuples that exist and they can make it work. Um, it's harder. Yeah. You have to have... I doubt this one's going to make it that long because Randy <laughs> I don't think it made it off Ray's the boat. temper. <laughs> yeah, I don't think it made it off the yeah, boat. No. And, and he's a he's a uh, goddamn drunk too. I exactly. <laughs> I I still like. We can't even get along in Sardinia. What the <laughs> fuck are we doing here? Uh, exactly. Uh, what's uh, the new song? The new Kylie Minogue song is taking the oh, world by storm. But I'm but I'm but I'm but I'm. Exactly. That was I, you noticed. You know, there's a gay person because I was like, "Padam, padam." <laughs> I watched. There was, there was no hesitation at all. <laughs> I watched Trixie and Katya, but it, the details don't don't hit me, and I don't dance to the song in clubs. So, uh, anyways, I, just one one other thing about thruples yeah. and open relationships. What what you 
what in my experience um i've never really been in one um but what i would say is if if you are in one there's a lot of rules that are laid down like you can't sleep with someone who if you have an open relationship you're not sleeping with someone in town or someone that we know if you're on the road that's a different thing i don't want to know about it or if you sleep with someone we do it together that's a very common thing and then you don't outside the marriage what i will tell you about open relationships is it takes a lot of communication to make them work um i have been sharing a little bit i have been the third in an open relationship <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah yeah and it ended with uh the person uh, uh me seeing one of the triad yeah, yeah. and the other part of the triad knocking on my door saying i know you're in there okay so, yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> it never i gotta say uh i listened to a podcast called dr wendy walsh and he she loves wendy walsh. i love dr wendy walsh she gave a stat of polyamory relationships they generally last less than a year. Yeah, and it's also a straight couple, straight couples. Tip to uh, to straight couples out there: don't pitch that idea because <laughs> that's uh, crowbarring open Pandora's box. It's not really great. Um, all right, so that's my thruple discussion. Thank, uh, thank you. you, thank you. Because I mean, God, that sounds like a lot of work. It sounds like oh, fucking. Jake pointed out, you come home from work. It's a lot of communication and, and, and you for ask some fucking two dudes how their day was. Oh god, I can barely get through half of me caring about it's one like person. Settlers of <laughs> Thank Catan you. expansion. Thank you. That's the hardest part of it. Um, all right, so um, the shots get ripped immediately. The sliders hit the table. <laughs> uh, there are not enough sliders in the world that could prevent these people from not getting blackout at four o'clock in the afternoon. Well, only half the people. Well, yeah. can I the Burning Man crew? Just, exactly. Can I say the Burning Man crew know how to drink? They probably had a little ayahuasca earlier in the day. Yeah. So, but I need to. I need if you could give me a little Kylie Minogue background. I need to replicate this guy's drink order. I'll have a double martini on the rocks with olive juice and an extra shot, and you can keep going. That is, I I don't. That is not so much <laughs> that is not so much gay as it is classless classless trash. disgusting trash. I mean that is shirking every convention of drinking that is beautiful. It's just that it's is, revolting. That's like 4 ounces of vodka and you squeeze an olive in it. <laughs> Where there's not enough room for the olive juice. No. Unless you it was put disgusting. Like, an Italian cafe amount of ice in there. Which is nobody wants that. By the way, I do want to say. Never, oh, go ahead, Jake. I've sorry. never heard of a martini on the rocks. On the rocks, yeah. No, no, no. it's almost like it's not a martini. <laughs> I do want to also. Sorry, these are little things that I pick up when I watch. When Lucky Lucy was pour, uh, pouring those tequila shots too, that that tequila was not iced and there was no lime in there. Okay, and Agreed. then also, okay, just to give you a little back background of the podcast, so we call her Lucky. Uh, she did DM us and say that's not my name. Uh, we told her we're aware, but uh, we call her lucky because she is cosmically unlucky, and we've deduced that she's being chased in a final destination kind of way by death. Um, so what are you doing? Oh, uh, next time Jake uh, calls oh, Kylie, you know, I'll oh, play we it. love her so much. We're He's talking to her. We're talking to her on Friday, but you can never trust a sea rat. Never trust a sea rat. Um, also, lucky. I think there's one shot class that's bigger than the others, which is 
just the most sea rat shit ever. <laughs> it's like going to a house party at a condo and they didn't think that many people were going to come. So they have to pull out the extra and you're, one. And you're giving them like your kids' glasses. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Jake, right. your sippy cups. Jake, I want to jump on something that you said about the rude behavior on top of that. Yeah, yeah. They also engaged in something that I completely despise when I've been out with other people. This has happened a lot. Talking in front of service people like they don't exist. Ugh. Yeah, when he tells Daisy that she took forever. It's it, that took forever. Um, That is... Have either of you guys ever been servers? No. Um, I worked at a pizza it? joint basically having to serve people, yeah. I was going to work at a country club, but I couldn't pass the drug test. <laughs> I I worked at a country club. I worked at a country club as at the... at the, It was basically a snack bar, but it was the golf course grill. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But uh, I, I was... I worked a lot in serving, and it happens, and you just start to disassociate after a while. Yeah. But... You, there are moments where you just kind of wake up and you go, "Holy shit, I'm a person." When you're a server, <laughs> yeah, and and because that kind of stuff does happen, and after a while, it doesn't. It it you just keep going on. I think some people like Mads and Lucy are pretty new to this. It seems like, but like uh, a Kate Chastain wouldn't have bat an eye, no, because no. she's heard and seen it a thousand times. And and, and, and this is the yeah. danger of the elites, and it's a real blind spot. Yeah, to give a sea rat an opportunity for them to think they're better than you is a real oh, no. mistake, you know. And if you're rude to them, then they can you know put themselves above you, and there's no reason for that. I'm just kidding. We're all humans. Uh, it, it was no, that was rough. I want to add one more comment that Nick said to Randy later on oh, oh, when they were bitch fighting. Oh, hold on, wait, let me cue um, up your music. And they were. <laughs> oh, I love it. Um, he said, "You know what? You couldn't even apologize. Oh, you want me to apologize? Well, I'm sorry you got so fucked up." <laughs> <laughs> It yeah, was I, so good. I, <laughs> I, I, I only want to watch these two be awful to each other. And uh, but the thing about it is, it's like who's afraid of Virginia Woolf, but on a really low level. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. With really bad insults. Right, so, right. That room. What was happening behind that closed door was bananas. You know, I have to admit something right here. I said, yeah, yeah, yeah. Totally. You didn't understand the Virginia Woolf? No, I've never seen who's a Virginia. The only thing about Virginia, I've read Orlando. They that's, just but fight. That's the they just—it's a movie where they just fight and insult each other. Okay, okay, or great. a play actually. All right, great. Um, so Randy passes out real quick. God, I'm so sorry to be so deceitful. No, 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 no. no, no. I, I, I throw out, I throw out references like that, and my co-host Matt will go, "Never seen it," <laughs> yeah. like in that way, and I go. <laughs> yeah, 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 I miss Maddie. Last time we did a podcast, he pulled out a "It's a Living" reference from 1987 on the brand new Fox Network. Welcome I to my it. life. Ma I fell in love with Matt. All like right, that. so we hit the water toys quite quickly, and before you know it, we almost have a dead old woman on our hands. <laughs> I mean, in two seconds. Um, Alex cuts her loose at her request, but um, you know there there is a rescue mission uh, hatch, but. Even in the rescue mission, she almost dies like three times. I mean, the, the, you, the elderly cannot be in perilous positions like this. It's no, just, it's her her sunglasses are also <laughs> yeah. super askew. Yeah. Like yeah. when she's being taken in, when she's being kind of like sherpa into it, and it 
and yeah. they they and they uh they zoom in and all i can think of is it looks like something from uh like uh what's the movie where they carry around a corpse weekend at bernie's um, we're Weekend at Bernie's. Yeah. It, it looks like that. Well, much like Weekend at Bernie's, I think he died from a, a, a knock to the head. She hit her head on the goddamn floating dock like 15 times throughout this entire... It's just very dangerous. I, I will say, I was constantly worried about this woman's sure-footedness. Yeah. And she was stepping all over. She was falling. Right. I was. I could not enjoy right. ever her being around because I was concerned for her safety. Well, yeah, Brad yeah. wanted her dead because it would clear up all his financial problems with that fucking scumbag Randy who keeps taking, uh, keeps vomiting in the sink. He'd be able to uh, hire a high, uh, you know, high level attorney. He could divorce Randy, and he could solve all his problems. She's seventy two. She's lived long enough. Um, all right, so I we can't. get a we get a little bit of a meanwhile. Meanwhile, um, the guys have a chat about uh, how Gary is a piece of shit. The one drunk Randy, aka Ray, or whatever his fucking name is, uh, uh, does that thing which is weird, where you uh, ruin an expensive vacation by blacking out uh, long before yeah. the sun goes down. I, I it, That's a thing where th- something in his life, the poles are not where they are mm-hmm. or where they're supposed to be, and he's just very, very uncomfortable to be in his own skin, and he just... Uh, well, also, I don't know why I'm trying to diagnose it that complicated. He's just a fucking drunk, and he ruins he's his a, vacation. He's a drunk, and what happens, too, for a lot of people is they get on camera, yeah. and it may be the first time, and they start, they drink more, and they realize, oh, I need to drink more because I'm I'm not, I'm still feeling insecure. Yeah. Mm. And what happens is they hit their limit, or they order a double martini on the rocks with olive juice with an extra shot. Yeah. Now, yeah. Which want, is, again, not a thing. Here's the thing. That's though. not a drink. That is not a drink that exists. <laughs> Those cameras in their, I guess, their room, their quarters, where it's Nick, Brad, and Randy, and Randy claims that, I think it's Nick didn't try and fucking help him at all and no. left him sleeping on the floor where you actually heard multiple times Nick saying, let me get you on the bed. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So uh, this is not their first rodeo of Randy being no, a fucking prick. I, I'm also, this is going to get dark. I'm, I'm going to promise you that there has been not just verbal abuse, but physical abuse in this relationship. Oh, hell yeah. I you think promise so? you. It's really awful. Yep. Wow. I yeah, had, uh, uh, well, I haven't talked to him in a while. I had two gay friends. One was definitely the more feminine. He liked to dress up as Tina Turner and actually did a, he got to get, get on the uh, Oprah Winfrey show. As I mean, the who Tina's. doesn't love to do that? But uh, his boyfriend, Jeff, uh, who that's I was more Saturday. <laughs> Jeff used to brag to me that he used to love to beat the shit out of Peter. <laughs> it, like, it is it is a thing that happens in a lot of, it happens in a lot of lesbian relationships. Oh, really? Um, but it happens in a lot of uh Male male relationships as well. A lot wow. of physical abuse, and it's it's really underreported. That would be fun if I could spar with my wife. <laughs> <laughs> I've been going to Muay Thai a lot. She won't. She won't even let me. You know, oh, pretend to throw a she kick. Beat the shit no, out she, of you. I guarantee you, your wife would fight dirty. I, I think she would too. Would. She'd gouge my fucking eyes out. Um, all right. So if the booze didn't make Randall sick enough, let's go sailing. Um, we tilt to thirty-five degrees. Um, puree goes everywhere. Uh, we're scalding. Knives are flying, and it wouldn't it's, be a season finale without Randy it. barfs. I, I'm still convinced that a lot of this B 
B-roll is just recycled over and over and over again of them healing. <laughs> I don't believe it all happens. I don't know if you guys heard this too. Uh, one of our uh, Daisy was interviewed sometime uh, on yeah. maybe it was Watch What Happens Live or something, and Daisy's like, "Yeah, I have to give this to you. Production makes us take the locks off of all the stuff." Because she admitted they enjoy that. Seeing it. Wow. Yeah, she admitted it. Well, that would be the only fucking explanation for this because <laughs> to put a, it, it's just like put a fucking child lock on the shit. All right. I've said this before, Jake. I need a steak knife to go through someone's head. Okay. Because wait. if you're going to do this, then let's just amp it up. Lucky they had a shot of her ironing. Which she had like the steam iron thing going. Think I'm like, about what I need that thing to touch her fucking skull, and it will make that Nexium <laughs> fucking branding shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, imagine Lucky getting off the show and having to explain why her she's got a branding of an iron you on know her fucking what? face. We we've thought that as Final Destination Grim Reaper, but maybe Allison Mack is transmuting into inanimate objects <laughs> from just some got, prison. No, cell. she's out of jail, man. Fucking, oh, is she fucking like Nexium shit? All all there and yeah. Uh, yeah. I oh I I can never watch Smallville the same way. It's just so <laughs> and you're fucked thinking, up. Was she, was she thinking about the brand she just received? Yeah. When Tom she's filming that. Tom scene? Welling was like, "Hey, Allison, what's that?" <laughs> All right, so, chicken. What's um, that on your leg? Oh, that's just a brand for ownership. Never mind. <laughs> uh, that's I'm. Uh, that just means I'm Keith's. Um, all right, so um, yes, death once again comes from Lucky. The iron anthropomorphizes and attacks her. Randy is waking up from his binge drinking. That is everyone else's fault, like you said. Mm -hmm. um, yep. And then Tasmanian devil kind of shit happens. They said that someone threw a glass of water on the ceiling. I, Jake's right. I, uh, they 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 hit each other. I, I swear to God, you could. <laughs> there's just there's a dynamic here of Randy needing to feel like the man, yeah, the yeah. big man, right, and. He wasn't getting validated. And then you had the two queens over here. It was like, everything's fine. And Randy was like, I need to 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 make myself better than other people. And mom was trying to validate uh, because it's all some type of weird, weird. like like insidious thing, because mom probably likes Randy in some way. And uh, and and then and then like Brad was crying to mom. We don't even have a prenup. If you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm Lip Fillers. With Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC, your lip look, whether it's subtle or bold, can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions, or if you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full important safety information, visit juviderm.com. I agree with that. So, mom was trying to placate that relationship when 
clearly they were being pricks. And so you can see that totally. she's been a codependent well, relationship with her son for a number of years. Mom's an asshole, too. That's what I'm, yeah, I'm a great <laughs> Yeah. Um, all right. So um, we fight a little bit more. I think Glenn interjects later. Uh, later. So okay. we're going to go get to dinner. Dil uh, Dylan aggro, is the, yeah. uh, you're the resident gay historian. Dylan is the resident food culinary expert. Thank you. Yes. Mm -hmm. Thank you very much. I don't much. know what I am. What have you what have you thought about Alicia? I think she's season? she's been a fantastic um Me too. fantastic 84 um the entire season. We I, I love Alicia. I want her I I think she could be a staple on the show. I think she's got a lovely disposition. I want her I ship her and Chase. She's got to lose a boyfriend. Oh my I, god, do I ship I, her I and Chase? I think she needs to lose that boyfriend. She does. Um Fuck otherwise I don't think we'll ever see her again. Yeah. I I don't know if, and this is, I think it's, it's, I'm sure it's part of misogyny. Female chefs don't seem to do as well on these franchises unless they're crazy like Rachel. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, well, we or, joke that or, Rachel is seeing Shutter Island kind of waking nightmares while she's cooking <laughs> things. Um, which, oh, there, there, you can hear a Dajo for strings like playing yeah. platoon style. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Like in when Rachel is cooking. Yep, yeah. Yep, a hundred percent, which is why she's so fantastic. But Alicia is, she's right in, she's almost in a sweet spot. What we need when I've been begging for Dushka all season, um, or oh, Dushka, Dushka was amazing. Um, she dry fries pork chops, uh, with no <laughs> oil whatsoever. That's the kind of person that we really need on the show. But Alicia is great because she's a solid, she's a solid chef, but she every once in a while will do. She'll make a mistake, like serve a lemon sorbet as a palate cleanser in the 11th course out of 12. <laughs> or like tonight, she'll serve a 30-ounce fucking ribeye to every That's single person. That's a really person. big piece of meat. <laughs> it's just too much meat. Is that just an Australian thing? I don't or, know. or a New Zealand thing? But that is just not done. That was a huge steak. <laughs> I, I don't know if the crew were like we would like to eat that. And she was like, I've got an idea. Let's just have everybody have a steak. But that was That was insane. a Fred Flintstone cut. Yes, yes, 100%. That was a $280 steak at a restaurant. <laughs> um, and the first course is... But but the first course is, you know, what you'd love to see. It's a, it's an avocado mousse with whipped feta, caviar, and a Sardinian flatbread. Somebody says, um, I love caviar, but I can't spell it. Now, that's one of those... Uh, tension cutting jokes that yep. doesn't really work because it's fucking insane. Because who can't spell caviar? You can, uh, the person that said it. You'd be surprised. Uh, but that is one of those things that someone says and other people go, <laughs> yeah. and no one Shit. really thinks it's funny. And then other people are embarrassed for that. <laughs> yeah. 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 Sadly. That's why sadly. those are the kind of things that make me not want to meet new people. Um, it's, it's a problem with these shows in general because every you can tell these people don't really know each other. Yeah. Um, they're not really friends. The best charters are the people who are, are friends. Right. Because the conversation is natural. The, I shouldn't say the best charters, the the easiest charters, yes. the worst charters. And in a weird way, our 
best charters yes. are when people who barely know each other, right. like yeah. these. Like Simple Chuck and Erica Rose yes. and that whole debacle. Oh, 100%. they are wonderful. They are wonderful. <laughs> um, I, my favorite part about Chuck is that he says he doesn't do Adderall. Um, so... We the he re- may not take it. He snorts it. <laughs> he uh, he's like, no, I don't want time release. You can't crush those. They're like, what did you say? Nothing. Just fill the prescription. So, um, <laughs> the reason why people who don't know each other work so well is because we have conversations like this. Now, you were going to illuminate the I, logic of this. But basically, what you, you well, want to lay it uh, okay, out? Okay, so it starts out with before they'd gotten on the boat, there was some good old fashioned people watching, and we all like to judge. And I guess there were, as yeah. Jake had pointed out earlier, there were some people wearing tiny clothes that uh, in their big fat bodies. And uh, we have team mom enabler and her son, and I guess her two son in laws. And then we have team Burning Man. Burning Man is more live and let live, let's not judge. Live and, and let live. And then we have, and by the way, it was his Johnny Cochran moment when Randy laid down, would you fuck him or not? Yeah. Yeah, exactly. And then he threw, and- he just slant, he threw the gavel down and just said, I, but I Jake, want. Jake, I'm really confused about his threshold for successful existing is whether or not he wants to fuck someone. Like, I, I don't understand why this got to where it got. Well, for Randy, um, that it is how fuckable he is to other people. And the fact that what he was calling out is a double standard in gay male behavior where we say, like, in other words, a lot of times we you hear this phrase in gay hookup culture is no fats, no femmes, no Asians. Okay, is a very common thing you see you used to see on hookup apps. Oh, poor In other words, you can be as open minded as possible, but you are very specific about who you want to fuck. Right. right. And what Randy was trying to call out is the hypocrisy that they were calling him uh, him out about fat shame. He's like, you can do anything you want. And what Randy sadly, I don't want to agree with Randy here, but what he was telling that the that the Burning Man Queens is, you know what? You're defending them, but you wouldn't fuck them. Yeah. So he's essentially and a hypocrite. Yeah. And they got called out on national television. What? So what was it? No fats, no femmes, no Asians? No Asians is a very, is something you used to see. Is it kind of like Harvard's admission policy? Uh, you know, I think since K-pop kind of hit the scene in ten years, I bet that's kind of washed away. I bet it's it's going it's going away. But that used to be a thing. Um, uh, Asian Asian gay men especially were were discriminated against, and it's still a thing now. I think Asia, every Asian gay man would tell you I would have a story. Well, you know wow. what? I bet they'll put their head down and they'll work harder. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay. Uh, but it, uh, I I will say that that came from a place of Randy's got a big chip on his shoulder, so that's where that came from. I yeah. guarantee you, he's been rejected by gays who look like Todd and. Uh, whatever the other fuck is name of it, some other gay name. Right. Um, Grant. That's another gay name. Um, Jake, is Randy re- cute on any level? Uh, I think I, so. I wouldn't fuck him. Um, he I pukes too fuck much. Him. Let me just say, I, I sometimes rank guys by what hour of grinder hookup they are. Uh-huh. Um, like, if Randy contacted me at 1030, absolutely not. If Randy contacted me at 12 midnight, no. 
Yeah. 1 a.m. No. I think on a bad night. No, yeah. I don't even know if it's 2 a.m. <laughs> yeah. Um, well, and so, also, I, if, if you said yes, you would possibly intertwine with somebody who was going to throw up in your house, take a shit, and then not flush the toilet. <laughs> this is true, and it would be a terrible story to yeah. tell yeah. at dinner, which I would, It'd which make is you what sad. gay men do. Yeah. All right, so I don't want to be judgy here, but and Dylan smokes e-cigarettes occasionally or not anymore. No, Va- no, no, no. I gave the stuff up. Okay. Randy does something truly disgusting at this dinner table from old Patty's perspective, which is has a lit cigarette out at the dinner table while there's still food at the table. Food's gone, drinking wine, even dessert there, light up. Right. A fucking full eight-pound ribeye steak that Fred Flintstone couldn't eat. Right, right, right. You, if there's a rack of ribs in front of you, which is essentially what this is, that's fine. If there's chartreuse and some kind of trifle, then yeah, pull out a seg, it's fine. But these, that guy, he he has no fucking. Is Emily Post gay? <laughs> Emily, I know Emily Post. Okay, that's for like finicky gays. Okay, but yeah, I'm here. Well, with you. he has no. He's never read an Emily Post book because he he orders martinis wrongs. Wrong. He smokes at the dinner table at the wrong times. He's just a he's a fucking asshole. This guy. Yeah, I don't and, like. And Randy. also, we hey, we'd love to have you on the show. Oh, Randy, if you're listening, we'd love to have you on. <laughs> By the way, just so you know, Jake, I have had my phone. We reached out to uh, to Grant, the guy who wore uh, dead lizard cocks on his neck, the <laughs> yes. nice guy from Burning Man. Yeah. We invited him to be on the podcast with all the our thruple tonight. He has not responded yet, but we still have time doing the podcast. We will. Dial him in immediately if he responds. We'll phone a friend. Perfect. And I and I want to know how I have a feeling that that Paul Paul uh, that little pocket gay is a client. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. I, I like that. I, that's such yeah. a good take. That's I think pocket gay is a client, and pocket gay said, "Well, if you want me, you got to take my mother, my husband, and our boyfriend. We could be great TV." <laughs> So um, we get a, a C-Rat story from Lucky. She obviously got punched in the face as a bottle service girl. Yeah, she was a bottle service um, girl. So that, of course, happened. I love her stories. She's they're amazing. Done with, they're done with absolutely no pretense yeah. because that's what happens in Wales yeah, on she's, a, at she's 11.30 Welsh. at night. Yeah, exactly. Now, because she has a good relationship with her mother and family, like we always have this theory that uh, this entire industry attracts uh, broken people and they make great sea rats because, you know, dad was an alcoholic or mom was an alcoholic or someone died in a gunfight right. over drugs. Yeah. Uh, and that's how they end up here. Lucky ended up here and her dad loves her, which is why she's not sleeping with Gary, Chase, or yeah. anybody else. Yeah. Or, well, you, or she's not dancing on a pole somewhere. Right. Yeah. When you see, when you've seen as many people get into fights in the middle of the street and they're both wielding broken buckfast bottles trying to stab each other, you can't really be pretentious about anything. It just 100%. kind of brings you down. You know what I, I mean? I mean, some guy worked on these boats. His mother beat him with a bone or no, something. No, no, no. She was actually beat with a bone while he washed. So uh, actually get that right. Um, All right. So um, we got to get to the next day. Next day. Um, Next day. We get the prenup discussion, but we've covered that. So um, I just chase his only blemish the entire season is the booby thing. And it was a big blemish. But Chase has been has more than recovered from that moment. I, I agree. And I can't. And I I I find myself rarely going back and saying you know what? Maybe I was too hard on him. Yeah. Uh, 
it's also he's too close to home because he's from Charleston, South Carolina. I'm from South Carolina. I know a lot of chases. Yeah. And it's that I guarantee you he's not from nothing. Yeah. He's from a decent family. Yep. He went to Cotillion. He learned manners. Yep. Uh, I, I think it's that. And it, to me, it, every every talking head he does feels like Jersey Shore season two. Like <laughs> the camp with a lot of energy. And, yeah, right, right. And it and it gets on and it gets on my fucking nerves. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I I will say he has redeemed himself. I think in person he would be a pretty normal, charming hang. We've had him on. He. So. He falls under the archetype of the Southern bumpkin dude that the happy go lucky. About that, I mean, uh, he's a smart guy. Uh, okay, know? okay. Well, it just there's been Culver. Do you remember Culver? He was almost uh, like a version of Culver, but he's actually smarter than the average bear kind of guy. I actually see him I being on another season, possibly. Well, Culver is a different situation. He's from. You know how there are billionaires? He's for money. Yeah, there are billionaires in the Midwest that did it through copper wiring. Mm -hmm. You know, and you're like, what the fuck? Your dad made a billion dollars <laughs> and he owns a cardboard box company? <laughs> yeah, That right. doesn't make any sense. Yeah, that's no, Culver. Culver. Culver has that, like, fucked up look of, like, Mayflower <laughs> about him. Yes. Where, like, the, the jaw's too strong. Right, it's right, like right. Three, Three generations ago, it was a Habsburg jaw. Yes. Yeah. He, he looks like he could have died for Lincoln. Um, so uh, can I do a meanwhile? Yes. Okay. Meanwhile. Meanwhile, Lucky finds her second unflushed toilet. Yeah. And, and, and this, caused, them. this caused Lucky to unravel and rethink her life entirely. And I think she's seeing that floating turd as a symbol of her life. It's a circling, you know, uh, yeah. turd going down the drain. Yeah. And I, I, it's a, it through a tunnel of darkness. I think this is Lucky's last stint on one of these vessels. I think so. I, I, and I think it's a shame because she's amazing. I agree. And she's a joy. And it's a, it is a shame. I could... I don't think she's sadly, I don't think she's fit out for any other reality show because she's completely without guile. Right. Um, and below deck is where she belongs. I don't think in a, in a million years she would ever do another charter season. Yeah. I well, think she's going to be a sports agent. Well, maybe we'll find out when we interview her on Friday. Yeah. I, yeah, yeah. I'm just, I'm imagining her like in the Jerry Maguire style ah. trying to talk to someone. <laughs> Like following him, following him out. Yeah. Yeah. Like, like, I'm, like, like Renee's following him out when everybody else leaves him behind. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I just, I'm just trying to imagine her doing the Jerry Maguire. Show me the money. Oh yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, no, she's I, not capable of it. I think, I think yeah, she's going to, she's going to find somebody fall in love. Exactly. Just and, do and, that. Ju and just Lucy be fucking much happy. Easier. And, and you're gorgeous. Well, you're fine. What she needs to do is go to whatever power node she needs to go to on planet Earth and sacrifice whatever she needs to sacrifice. To save her life and her <laughs> family's life. To save her fucking life. The, because that, the final destination. Yeah, yeah, yeah 100%. Um, one thing that's worth mentioning, because we haven't talked about Gary a lot in the mad situation throughout this episode, but it's sprinkled in. Gary is a lingerer. Wherever Mads oh, yeah. is, oh. he finds her throughout the episode and then just says dumb shit. And she is not having any of it. Right. And Mads is his kryptonite, is his kryptonite. And I I will say it this is one of the reasons it we, we mentioned this earlier and I have to keep coming back to it. This is why he has revealed himself to becoming 
a true like kind of like orc like creature like you mm-hmm. mentioned oh, earlier yeah. where he has it's like just the basest human feelings of acting like a child because he has felt he has felt like no control and when he has no control this is what happens yeah, yeah unravels. Well, really jake think of last season he had ashley jugs yeah I think that's her last name. Eating ash. It might as well spaghetti. We called her. She's making three hundred and fifteen dollars a month on OnlyFans. She slipped his penis into her vagina. She had uh, Gabriella Baragani. Gabriella Baragani trying to sleep with him, and then he had the Daisy thing. So he is not accustomed to chasing. He's not. And then before he's not accustomed to change. Used to having ladies. The season before that, he had uh, the 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 Florida Sea Rat. Oh with the my hand God, those poor stews. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then the one, the girl from Australia. So um, wrapping up this episode, the Navi is very into working out. We head to the beach and he makes Mads plank for way too long. It's like crazy. Mm-hmm. Like it's just crazy. We work out with like, wait, we use people as tools. <laughs> yeah. Like what? What kind of weird thing like, to say. King Leopold thing is that to use people <laughs> yeah. as fucking weights? Um, I want you to behave for me. <laughs> so Gary and Colin, we we wrap with a, a mini little flip out from Gary leads to a mini little flip out from Colin. And this is why Colin can't be in a relationship with Daisy. Colin is a drama queen. Yep. Colin Always. is so emotional and we need him to be emotional. He needs to squirt kerosene on the floor, have somebody yeah. trip on it, and then have him light it with his cigarette and then walk and away. And then claim no fault of what happened. Exactly. All right. Uh, no, no, no. He Here's, you're exactly right. And he needs to, if, when he gets involved with something, he is also someone who gets overwhelmed very easily, yeah. which is why he's got a sailboat and he can run at any time. Right. Mm-hmm. That's, and that's why we have I know he's the internet darling of everyone's like, oh, I want Colin as my boyfriend. You ladies out there who want Colin as your boyfriend, he is going to leave. Mm-hmm. He is going to, I promise you, I like Colin too, because he's great TV. Yeah. But Colin is a boyfriend who's gonna hold you at a distance. He's got a great tongue. He will tell you everything. Great tongue, kind of linguist-wise, and what he's going to say oh, to yeah. you. Oh, yeah. He's such a giver. But Jake, we always he, say this. The sea rats are always running from something. They're totally. always running. That's why they're on these boats. Um, one, that final conversation for this episode just ends. really commit to therapy and just be open when they go in. <laughs> Don't just... Agree. Just be open and face it. <laughs> Put yeah. roots down somewhere. Don't die alone you at can't, 49. You can't do that as well, a they won't rat. die alone. They'll find a younger girl that, that will live with or be... They, they yeah. never die alone. Yeah. All right. Final scene basically is Colin and uh, Gary in their bunks. And that's... Uh, I think you kind of touched on it. Yeah. Uh, Gary tells Colin he needs to watch out for Daisy. And really, Colin notes, no, I need to watch out for you. You're yep. a scumbag. Yep. And then the episode ends. We'll see that on the reunion. And we'll see you guys on... The next episode, go to Reality Gaze. Go to our go show. Go to realitygaze.com. You can go find us on uh, Instagram at Reality Gaze Podcast. You can find us on Twitter at Reality Gaze Pod. You can find us on the TikTok at Reality Gaze. Boom. And let me tell you something. These guys make us laugh. Their they coverage really of do. 90 Day, they own it. Super funny. We put our stamp Thank of approval you. on them. You and guys, if, 
You're always a good time. And if you're listening to us on The Reality Gaze, join us on Bad TV, or we do shows exclusively about Below Deck and another Below Deck podcast. But if you want to listen to us break down Flavor of Love or Vanderpump, join us on (laughs) Bad TV. Um, Have you guys, did you guys do this last season of Vanderpump? We did. Yes, we did. Uh, And that's at patreon.com. I I just want to say, I I haven't watched it since like season two or three. But I just want to put it out there in the ether. I don't think we'll have anything like this in our lifetimes. Yeah. No, uh, no. You know, I think I it's just a- don't think so. But flavor of it love will be as perfect. Flavor of love, a contestant shit on the floor. That's true. So <laughs> that's true. No, that that was Camelot. That was Camelot. Oh, of course. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Nothing like it. Um, that was toddlers and tiaras we're big fans of. <laughs> and to, we we also think that was Camelot. When the when when the when Mackenzie turned to the camera, he goes. Sometimes I just like to like drink my soda and go off. <laughs> <laughs> well, and then there was the the one where the woman called the uh, the the PR girl and said, uh, you know, you've you framed me in a bad light, and then she keeps retaking it over and over again and, and yells at her bitch mom to stop uh, interrupting the voicemail. Oh, I'm oh you're talking about when t- I was. Louis Vuitton? Yes. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. Now, look, I, I don't want to believe that, Jake. I think Vanderpump, that, that scandal was amazing this season, but there's still, I think we're... There's we're, more There's more to go. There's more yeah. to go. We have another... We'll, I Hopefully we do a collab with you guys with the next season of uh, Love is and Blind. Bravo, That's always amazing. pay Rachel whatever she needs because we Thank need you. her. Thank you. Pay her Thank the you. most out of everybody. Fuck Ariana right now. We need Rachel on the show. Mm-hmm. Yeah, agree. Not fuck Ariana. I know that she's the heroine, but also no. You need Bambi there. No, she's uh, she's going to be fine, Dylan. Yeah, let's calm Ari- down. Ariana's going to be fine. She's got. She's doing so many ads. Like she's fine. Fuck. All right. Thanks for joining us. <laughs> thanks for joining us, y'all. I haven't had this much time recapping in a while. Thanks, Jake. <laughs> I mean that. <laughs> no, no, no. But but you said it wrong. You said I haven't had that much time recapping. No, I said I haven't had this much fun. Well, you meant to say that. (laughs) Oh, sorry, Jake. We do 18 podcasts a week like you guys. I I hear you. I'm I'm on my third today, so I'm like... Um, All right. Love you all. Thank you for listening. Thanks for listening. Thanks, guys.